Yes, indeed, it is the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. My name is Reginald Datatula. That is the fan phenom, Blake Elliott. Yesersky. Shout out to Rodrigo, Mendoza on the ones and twos, and you for hanging out with us on this Wednesday evening. You can always get involved with the program by texting to the truckwreck.com text line. That number is 877-881-1053. We appreciate all of you doing that, whether you're happy or upset or any other emotion in between. Um, we appreciate you in, you know, first of all, listening, however you're listening and then also getting involved. It's look, man, sometimes you just got to feel alive and, uh, sometimes it can be real tough when your favorite team embarrasses you as a lot of people are feeling with the Dallas Cowboys. So look, man, even if we got to be some level of a punching bag in some way, sometimes we'll do that for you because we appreciate you. We really do. You know what Jerry should do? He should make the first game free. Based on what he made those Cowboys fans go to and people flying all over the nation to watch that embarrassment, first game's free. That'll show us that you care about the fans. Make it free, first game. Best of luck to you in that regard. <laughs> it would never, I, I ever happen. I have a strong happen. feeling that that's not going to happen. In 15 universes, it would never happen, but it'd be amazing. Uh, yeah, I, I can't tell you for certain, right? And, and, and then what? You're going to suggest what? Free parking? Yeah. Maybe. Oh, no, parking will say the same. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, maybe Jerry Jones surprised you at some point in time, but in that particular <laughs> way, I do not anticipate. Um, again, get right right here on 105 through the fan. Your Dallas Cowboys, look, man, there, there's got to be some things that you figure out going into the next season here. Um, and look, man, Mike McCarthy will be the head coach of this. I think there, it, there's a lot of reasons to look at the circumstances to say Dak Prescott will be the quarterback here. I'm not telling you you have to like it. You don't have to like it. Ultimately, that is what it seems like is going to be the case. So what it is right now is you are looking at a roster before anything happens where Dallas is currently projected to be at least $11 million over the cap in 2024. That's not something that you can do, right? You need, you need to get yourself together. And there's different sources that maybe put it at nearly $16 million. But even, you know, both of those can uh, include a $7.3 million in dead money. That comes from releasing Ezekiel Elliott, right? So you're still paying for that. So now you need to get yourself in such a way where you have to reduce your payroll. And one of the big things, obviously, is like, look, man, Dak Prescott is not going to cost you $59.5 million this next year. You're going to have to figure that out. Um, and the likely, most likely way, in my estimation, is that you are going to sign him to an extension and work that money out in a different way. But outside of that, there's going to be other things that you need to do. When it comes to getting money situated, right? Um, Zach Martin has a twenty-eight and a half million dollar cap hit. That's probably going to need to be. It's probably going to get reworked in some way, shape, or form. Um, and so that will probably come down as well. Plus, one thing you got to remember is that the Cowboys have some free agents that they're going to either have to pay or find a way to replace in Tony Pollard, Tyron Smith, your tackle, uh, Tyler Biotish, your center. And then Stephon Gilmore, Jaron Curse, defensive backs, right? Like, there's others that have to be figured out. So, when it comes down to who possibly could be um, cap casualties for your team, yep. let's start here. Let's do it. Demarcus Lawrence, right? He good this year again, right? And, and particularly when it came to helping stop the run in circumstances where I imagine that if you did not have Tang Lawrence, you would look really really crazy a 31 lot of years old this year but yes 31 years old we were talking about this earlier who's the defensive leader of this defense or who's the defensive leader of this defense wow that's redundant who's the spiritual leader of this defense and I feel like the only answer that you have is DeMarcus Lawrence I don't even think there's a close second and so 
it'll be interesting to see what ultimately happens. However, this team can save two of it, two and a half million dollars by cutting him pre June one. They can save ten million dollars by making him a post June one designation. That's a lot of money that you could take off the books. But D Law, um, I mean, I think he matters a lot, right? And from the eight three zero, they're pointing to the idea maybe you get something for D Law by trading him, and they're pointing to. Leighton Van Der Esch as the leader. I'm not sure if Leighton Van Der Esch is going to be on this team. Yeah, yeah that's what I was going to say. You um, can only be a leader so much on the sideline. Well, there's that. But then also, like, Leighton Van Der Esch, you can get $2.5 million of cap relief with him. And he might retire. Like, remember that when he, you know, when he lost the season with that injury, one of the things that came up also was that he was still going to, it was some language around, like, him still deciding what his future in football is. I mean, he's had multiple, you know, neck back injury type situations. And so you look at that and you go, maybe just maybe he can't even continue to play football for you. And so maybe that factors in. But with that being the case, do you feel better with this team having Demarcus Lawrence or do you feel better with this team having that $10 million? Because I know that you already had to go through some deep struggles to get him to rework his deal this past offseason. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder how easily that goes across this this offseason as well. I think you have to cut costs, but I don't think it starts with D-Long. Okay. And, I, and it's, it's a tough conversation, but I think he's one of those guys, like you mentioned, Reggie, this team would have been very bad in the run if you didn't have D-Long. There was, I think, I can think of multiple plays, drives, that Seattle game. I think you lose without Demarcus Lawrence on those crucial third down stops, fourth down stops, and that's just stuff that shows up on film. The amount of stuff that other reporters and other people have said of how much of a locker room guy he is. I mean, up for Walter Payton, Man of the Year, like he's a incredible leader that is the backbone of this defense right now when it comes to leadership and mentality. And if you were to lose that, you're really leaning on. And like we just said, Vanderesh may be gone. Who are you looking at being your leader? You're going to have someone that's either a first year guy coming in that you think can replace him. Or is there someone already in that locker room you think could easily do that? And if you if there is, let me know. Oh, you mean like the job of pass rush? Because leader in the pass rusher or like edge, I guess I should talk about, is is different. Like I think there are other people that maybe will step up as a leader. But mm-hmm. I think we talk about that, just the, the work of doing that edge rushing. I guess who you currently have on the team that you think slots in that way That's is, your Dorrance's, your Fowler's. Although I think, is Dorrance still under contract? I, 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 I want to I, I think that he might be a free think, agent as well. I think he well. is a free um, So and I know that Dorrance Armstrong is one of Jerry's uh, favorites because he's one of those guys that Jerry always brings up uh, when talking, on, at least on this station. But, uh, I mean, you have Sam Williams, who I think more often than not plays off of the right. But I imagine like, hey, man, you edge rusher, you edge rusher. Get out here and rush, you know, rush on one of these edges. But Sam Williams is one of those guys. I know Dexter Fowler has consistently, you know, kind of popped from here to there. And, yes, uh, Dorrance Armstrong is um, – I don't think he's guaranteed for this upcoming season. You're going to need to do some work to make sure that um, he remains. But – yeah, like I, there's there's some pieces, uh, but I I don't know. And maybe you draft an edge rusher and start because again, you're talking about a 31 year old. But Dor- it does feel like D Law is a, a large part of what you're doing, right? Um, let let me let me move this along and see if maybe this helps you. We did talk about Leighton Van Resch. Um, obviously, Damone De- Clark has really stepped into a role being a starting linebacker. Marquise Bell will return, but I imagine you would like to push him back to safety. Overshone is going to be an interesting one coming off of oh, that baby. injury. Give it to me. I'm ready. Come on. That, that's one solid thing I'm hoping because I had a lot of promise projection that he was going to be good and, and play a lot of snaps, but obviously didn't play. And I did I did just look it up. Dorrance Armstrong is a pending 
free agent coming up. So he will not be on the team unless we do something. Right. So DeMarvion Overshone, and there's been a lot of times this team has tried to depend on a player coming off of an injury. That's going to be one of the things that I think a lot of people have some hesitation on is like, mm-hmm. well, just throw him in, right? Mm-hmm. Like the dude who didn't get his rookie year and is coming off of an ACL. Yeah, he'll be one of your starters. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, do you feel comfortable in the idea of Leighton Van Der Esch coming off of his injury, assuming that he does not hang it up himself? I think you got to go get somebody a linebacker. I feel like that's one of those spots yep. you need to spend some capital, whether that, I don't even want to say in the draft. I think you should go, I think you have to go get a veteran linebacker. And what we've, what we've seen is that in the offseason, veteran linebackers have been available. Veteran linebackers that could come in and affect teams have been available. Teams have done that. Bobby, um, we just saw Ooh, Wagner. Is that who yeah. you're talking about? Or Ooh. okay, Rike? I know Bobby Wagner for sure. I'm not sure about the other Bobby. I, I was just talking about um, what's the dude? I'm losing his name now for the for the Bucks that was on the trade market. I believe early in the year, maybe even the off season. I'm forgetting his name right now. The Bucks freak. I'm forgetting the Bucks linebacker. Either way, he's been shopped around. A lot of these veteran linebackers have been shopped, and I think that's one of the spaces that you have to use some interest, some capital in. You can't just have, like you said, a, a rookie linebacker coming off of ACL come in there. Maybe Damone Clark, Marquis Bell, whoever you want to plug in there or go back to safety. Like, was it was it Levante David? David. Okay. I, I believe so. I believe he was being shopped at some point for the team. Um, I agree. You got to go get a veteran, at least a linebacker. It's such an IQ reading the right holes. And I don't know how many times I was watching back the games and Marquise Bell or Damone Clark just read the wrong hole. They're athletic. Or was as all it Devin White? Devin White. That's who it was. Okay. It was Devin. It I was, was like, Devin. I, I can't imagine them. I don't think our Levante David was on it. It, it was Devin. Fair enough. Okay. And it's not even like a athleticism thing. It's a reading the wrong holes. And then obviously the whole not being bulky enough, get off shed tackles or shed blocks has been brought up, but that's one spot I think you need to upgrade via trade, via free agency, whatever you need to do as the GM, but you got to get a veteran in that linebacking room. Now, as we continue talking about some of the potential salary cap cuts uh, or casualties, rather, this one feels like it's going to be a have to happen, and that's Michael Gallup, wide receiver. You can get 800000 pre-June 1. However, if you make him a post-June 1 designation cut, $9.5 million in cap relief. He was going crazy the last game. Though. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Don't do that. Did you hear what Basic said that we should get a Michael Gallup's back T-shirt with 2024? <laughs> he redeemed himself. It was so funny. It's like Dak knew we were going to lose the game. He said, "I'm going to at least try to keep my boy on the team. Let me let me throw you 12, 12 targets." Real I, quick. I think, I think in in the same way as it seems like uh, Jerry Jones is utilizing the full season to evaluate. I think that they have to look the full season and yeah, he's gone. He, he he was not impactful for you. <laughs> Um, at a pretty su- substantial cost. I mean, Tolbert was getting more snaps a lot of exactly. games. Jalen Tolbert absolutely seemed to take the role for him. And I think that that might have been also something that informed the the Cowboys going and deciding that Martavis Bryant, they put a, that futures tag on him, or reserve futures tag on him. And so I, I think that they're at a place where Jalen Tolbert stepped up. Kevontae Turpin, they seem to like want to utilize him in the offense. Jalen Brooks is a guy that's been around. I still think that you look around and, man, Michael Gallup, is, you can get that money. I'm interested to see if they'd be willing to, like, take that to post-June 1, but that's that's a lot of money that you can make for for your team and your capabilities of doing something on the roster. Um, Love you, Mikey, but... Uh, I don't think you're I don't think you're losing much production there because... Great blocker. You already have... Guys. Yeah, but... <laughs> a lot of guys are good blockers. It can't, it can't be, like, 13 mil for a blocker, man. <laughs> yeah. It just can't. How about this? And this is one I think might be interesting, right? Because you went and traded for a quarterback this past year. 
Cooper Rush, you could save two and a half or two and a quarter million, two point two five million, but letting go of Cooper Interesting. Rush. Interesting. Interesting. The rush time. Like I know that you've always felt great about, hey, this is a backup quarterback that you feel very confident that can come in and play and run your system. Above or whatever. average backup. But with that being the case, right, like you have another guy that you probably need to get into that place in Trey Lance with you when you traded for him. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to see if they just go, hey, man, thanks thanks for being who you are, Cooper Rush. Thanks for having come in. And, like, you have value in yourself. You, you probably will go and get another backup job. But it's about saving us money. I, I, I agree. Honestly, Reg, you just talked me into it. I wasn't I wasn't fully bought in. But I think if you trade it for Trey Lance, and unless you're going to use Trey Lance as some other trade piece and you want to keep him in the building, you've been know. developing him. Who, who's like, yeah, let me get that third-string quarterback that you had that didn't look good the last time he played. Yeah, I think at some point you got to just develop him and make him your backup or move on. Like, you have three guys that you are on this roster of, like, what are we doing with them? Obviously, I know that kind of what they're doing with Dak, but I think that two and a half million, two and a half is what you said, right? Yeah, two two point two five, so two yeah. and a quarter. But I, I think that's more valuable than having a B plus backup versus C plus backup. Um, some other potential cap casualties for this team. A couple more. Um, this one's interesting because he made the Pro Bowl, and you Uh-oh. typically don't look at Pro Bowlers and say maybe you cut him. He's a punter, Brian Anger. Three million dollars you could save by saying bye. Now I don't know enough about the punting market to know how how fast we could get a new one and. He's been a great punter for a long time. I think he, he was second has. in net punting, made the Pro Bowl, like you said. He's pretty been reliable. The league, been a, but, I mean, I think there's something to be said for the idea of... Uh, Do we even of, punt much? <laughs> I mean, if the team is doing what they're supposed to be doing, no. Because right? like, I remember he, 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 didn't, he wasn't eligible for a bunch of awards until, like, the last couple games when he got enough eligible punts because we just don't punt that often. So, I mean, if you can save $3 million, I mean, that money might go... To some of these linebacking questions we're having, some of these defensive tackle kind of putting stuff into the offense tackle, like go draft a punter in the undrafted free agent. Just go get me and Reggie off the street. Get destroying. He can. Punt. Oh, I I can't punt, buddy. That's I can punt. Me. I was the backup punter in high school. Okay. I was that was my second string All position. Right. Yeah. Apparently, you just don't want to work here no more. You're trying to come up, right? I, if the happening. Cowboys want to sign me as the punter, I can do both. Okay. I, I can I can go in the morning and come talk about the team. At okay. Night. I think that'll work. There, yep. There's going to be a lot of insight into what's happening with yep. the team if you do that. All right. How about this? Um, between Chauncey Golston or Nashawn Wright, you could probably get about a million. You could squeeze a million out of those. Of those two guys, who do you feel like you need less? Chauncey Golston, Nashawn Wright. Um, line, uh, corner depth was a problem. It depends what they do with Gilmore. You got Diggs coming back. Nashawn Wright. You did say Diggs, right? Yeah, Diggs. Okay, very good. Yeah, Diggs. Mm-hmm, thank you. Trayvon sure. Diggs, number seven, mm-hmm, that is, is true. coming back. Yep. You have to make a decision on Stephon Gilmore coming back. You're already going to have Deron Bland. That's three corners. You have Jordan Lewis. Obviously, some of those guys playing the slot. Nashawn Wright feels expendable because I would assume they maybe spend some capital on another corner, whether that be early or late. So I would say you can go without <laughs> Nashawn Wright. Somebody said both. You really could go without. And both. honestly, Jordan Lewis is also a free agent. He's he's one of those guys that was up and down. Started really low on the pecking order for me. I crucified him the first half of the season and kind of turned it around and had a really good back half of the season. I mean, no one played good in the Packers game, but outside of that... I think he turned it around, so he's a weird... Do you like Nashawn enough to like put him on no, the field as a starter? No, 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 no. As a starter? As one of, one of your three. Woo! 
Oh, no, boy. They were scared to put him out there, man. They was playing Gilmore with the torn labrum before they put Deshaun Wright out there. And I think that, that that's going to be – and, look, you, it, that can't be the – that can't be the um, – the metric, however, I think that that should be some level of insightful um, in the way that you go about this. Um, Chauncey Golston, I know that he came in and played a little bit, but I, yeah, Nashawn is one of those ones where I'm like, I'm, I'm not sure, I'm not sure how good I feel about retaining him if if that's going to be useful in trying to make your roster better. Well, yep, those are some of the cash or the potential cap casualties for your Dallas Cowboys on this season as they start to really do the churn of trying to go through the offseason, make this roster back better, and do whatever they're going to ultimately do next season. Um, and look, we're, we're, we're going to keep you up to it. I know that Broadus, Zach Wolchuk are already deep into watching film to get into the draft because the draft is going to need to be spectacular as well. You're going to need to have you realize that there's not that many young talented players on this team that are contributing like you need more young contributors there's a lot of old guys that are contributing on this team and I think that that will probably help your cap out a good amount but anyways get right right here on 105 through the fan your Mavs down 15 to the Lakers right now um at the crypto.com center coming up next let's get into some random sports stuff including some projections for your Texas Rangers next season a championship level team here in the DFW. We'll discuss that next on The Fan. So get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Uh, Reginald Atatula here with you alongside The Fan Phenom. Blake Elliott. Yes, sir, Rodrigo Mendoza is on the ones and twos. Thank you, sir. Thank you for rocking with us. Uh, listening on a Wednesday evening here on your home of the Cowboys. And World Series champion Texas Rangers 105.3 The Fan. Coming up in about, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, we'll do a little sharing time. Uh, but right now, your Dallas Mavericks actually having a tough time with the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, score is 95 to 77 yep. um, in favor of the Lakers. And so, yeah, not not looking great. Luka Doncic with 30, but no one else on the team has more than 12 points. Been a, a rough shooting night. We'll talk more about it um, as this thing gets closer to being over. Look, not looking great right now, but the Mavericks are always like a, a flurry of shots away from making something interesting. So we'll keep you up to date with what's happening here, uh, or happening there rather, because they're playing in Los Angeles at Crypto.com Arena. Uh, right now, I do want to talk about you know some things that are happening, just some random sports things, and I do want to start by talking about your Texas Rangers. I know that there's a lot of people that are just kind of sick of hearing about the Cowboys right now. And we'll that's give you a fair. little break. Yeah, yeah but. I mean, your Texas Rangers just coming off of winning a World Series championship. Now, I know that there's there's some places, some folks that will look at the, man, there, there's some people that are looking at the Rangers and the offseason and the ways in which Bally Sports has kind of made this a little tough, um, which actually, Bally Sports today uh, had got a deal done with Amazon so that at the very least, if you have Amazon Prime, you will be able to watch your team, right? All the streaming circumstances for Bally Sports will be available on Amazon Prime. Yep. 
this next season. So, hey, you'll be able to watch your championship winning um, Texas Rangers. But within that, we've gotten today the Fangraphs Zips projections. And now Zips stands for Zimborski Projection System. So Nice. It it is redundant to say Zips Projection System because that's the PS in Zips. However, um, it was developed by Dan Zimborski. Um, so he, it's a basically a metric that is uses growth and decline curves based on players and trends. Then it factors those trends and then uses that to maybe project forward. So that, that's that's the the baseline of it. Basically, the idea being, let's see if we can project what's going to happen this next season. Usually, pretty good of what's happening. And so, the way that this you know Zips projection system looks at your Texas Rangers. It's interesting. So let's start with the batters, right? Your lineup. Um, obviously, Corey Seager, his projection and performance should still be in a star territory. Are you surprised by hearing that? Nope. Yeah, not at all. Evan Carter, um, the projections don't have him having a 1,000 OPS again, which, okay, fair. Maybe he's not going to be, like, just on fire the whole season. But, you know, he's supposed to be pretty solid still. Uh, no, no surprise when it comes to Marcus Simeon, uh, Nate Lowe, or I guess I should call him Nathaniel. His mama called him Nathaniel. I'm going to call him Nathaniel. Nathaniel Lowe, Jonah Heim. But Zips is apparently a lot more convinced when it comes to Leody Tavares and his offense. I know Leody, like the bat, is one of those things that's like up and down. It can be. And so it seems like Zips is actually a lot more solid and convinced about Leody. Um, so that's a good thing, right? Your center fielder. Who or maybe you know I don't know if he's the one who moves. I guess Evan Carter's probably the one who moves. Plays a lot more left um, for you, left field for you this year. But apparently, um, look, man, Zips agrees on Wyatt Langford. The projection system has sees his production taking you know a, a different shape when it comes to less on base percentage and more power. Ooh. However. Uh, it views him as a legitimate big league bat. So a lot of people that are like, yo, Wyatt Langford going to be on this team. The projection system agrees with you. I'm interested to see if he ultimately ends up on the team. Let's let's get him. At the start of the season, at the big league team. Yeah. And, and the thing is, there is a spot for him. You would, you could probably make four in the outfield with him, Garcia, and, um, and Carter out there. Yeah. So whether Carter or Wyatt's in center field, I don't, do you have any indication on which one you would, I mean, no, Carter's a big leaguer already because, I mean, you've seen him in the postseason, right? Wyatt Langford, I imagine, probably makes it to the bigs out of training camp. Or training camp. I'm doing doing the the training camp, spring training mix-up, but out of spring training. But I think that's what spring training will be for him, is to see just how ready he is to be at that level. Apparently, the projection system is a little bit low on Sam Huff and Ezekiel Duran. And this is one of those things where I think like a lot of people were looking at Sam Huff like, yo, that's your backup, you know, your backup catcher and maybe also like maybe a DH option. I think that that's where Andrew Kisner, the guy that they just signed. um, Love that name. From the uh, Reds or not the Reds. Uh, I was trying not to say the Reds because the Red team, but the Cardinals organization. Um, How about pitchers? This is this is obvious, right? The injuries make it tough to project. Like when those guys are back, the likes of Scherzer, DeGrom, Mali. Um, it's supposed to they they have really high projections on those guys, but obviously not surprises. Avaldi, Gray, Dunning, Heaney, all you know expected to be at the very least competent, which makes sense. But the relievers is where this gets really interesting, right? 
Zips thinks that your your best relievers and the ones that should handle the high leverage situations. Can you guess? Spores. Z- yes, Josh Spores, obviously. And Leclerc. Brock Burke. Those okay. are the two pitchers that are projected to maybe handle more high leverage. As as it's not a role as Chapman. And a, apparently projects to have Jose Leclerc take fewer high leverage situations. And the thing that was a little, uh, uh, maybe not upsetting to me, but I, was, I wasn't happy to hear it, that the computer, which of course the computer is not the end all be all by any means. I it, Like the 830 says in Bochi we trust and obviously also um, Mike Maddox. But it has little faith in Kirby Yates, who obviously coming off of the injury and is now in the twilight of his career. But Kirby Yates, one of the first signings that you had as a team, is like, yo, this is another bullpen arm in there. So there you go. Like those those are kind of the ways that this thing stacks up with the projections and how they kind of view your team. Let's go Wyatt Langford. That gets me excited. I'm ready for him. Right. Exactly the idea, especially the idea that, hey, man, might be some power in there, especially because he's your fourth outfielder as it currently looks mm-hmm. with what, assuming once, you know, he's on the big league team. So if he can get some DH situations and have that kind of power that he brings to it, that'd be really great. I like him. I like him. I wonder if we're, I don't know if there's been a report yet of what we're doing with Jankowski, if we're going to try to bring him back. I liked him as a utility outfielder. And slot in, run the base as well, hit, get good contact, good outfielder. So I would love to have him as one of those fourth or fifth outfielders, but uh, we'll see what happens. Um, some other random sports things. How about this? Uh, you're familiar with one Jimmy Butler, right? I am. Um, I learn something about Jimmy Butler all the time. He's he's a very eccentric player. You know what I mean? Like he's he's a weird dude. But I learned today through a kind of a profile piece done in the Guardian. Did you know that Jimmy Butler has been quietly working on a country album for over a year? Uh, uh, um, I cannot say I did that. Right? I didn't know that. Jimmy Butler apparently wants to put out a country album. And apparently he wants to record like 200 songs for this album. Hmm. Now, this is the thing that's interesting about it for me, right? He's already amassed about 60 songs for the project. Wants to aim to get to about 200. However, he's not going to sing. How many songs did you just say? He wants to get 200. You know, I mean, you know that a lot of a lot of artists when they're putting together, like they have a lot of, well, yeah. s- some of them, right? I, I just didn't expect Jimmy to be like two. I thought he'd be like, okay, I made these songs. This is going to album. Not like, okay, I'm going to this one, shifting to that one and make this one on this part. I like the vibe of it. He's taking it for real, for real. Yeah, he apparently he's going like full A&R on this thing, which I guess makes sense with Jimmy. Like Jimmy got out here during the pandemic and sold like $50 cups of coffee or whatever. Remember, like Jim, Jimmy's going to take this thing serious. However, he's not. He says he's not going to sing, and he says himself, he sees himself as more of a singer-songwriter saying, quote, I'm like the DJ Khaled of this thing. And there was no jokes there, mind you. Um, so he genuinely, you know, admires DJ Khaled as a curator. So he, he thinks he's going to be like a singer or like a songwriter, producer, and he wants to put out a country album. Okay. Shout outs to uh, Jimmy Butler. He's always trying to figure out how to make more money. Um, I shared I shared this one with you at the break of another crazy kind of story. Yeah. DeAndre Ayton um, was available to play, and Chauncey Billups said he's ready to play, but hasn't been able to get to the arena yet. And you might be wondering, why is he not at the arena? Well, uh, uh, according to Ayton, Ayton tried for hours to combat the sheet of ice leading out of his neighborhood, and the team sent people to try to help out as well, but to no avail, so he is out for tonight's game versus Brooklyn. Um, (laughs) Injury report. Injury report. Out. Ice. Ice. So people are some people stuck are, at home. Some people are <laughs> video game, new video game out. <laughs> some people are commenting saying that there is nice ice in the neighborhood, sending pictures on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it, saying that it's like a skating rink out there. 
And apparently, like I said, they sent people out there to try to help. But it's just kind of a interesting situation where he's the only player on the team that was not able to make it to the arena. Yeah, that's that's wild that he was not. Because this is the thing also, right? If they sent people out there, they couldn't have him... They couldn't have him like walk over to them people. To so that car that to the car, left. and then you know what I mean. Like that's I feel like that's the car also, didn't get stuck. But I guess how much ice is it? How far is it in his neighborhood to get there? If you really wanted to, you probably could. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know the situation. I'm not DeAndre Aiden's <laughs> agent or his or right. his mama. I don't know. Yeah. How how hard do you have to try before you're like, yeah, we can't get him to because like this isn't just our jobs. Which again, I don't want to like put down the the general R. Like my job is not super important necessarily, but you know, man, like uh, someone got to be on on the radio, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So you know, we try and make things happen for you, the people. There's a lot of folks out there that do very important jobs. I think also you have this job that makes a lot of money. You know, like just a, a lot of money when it comes to playing basketball, being on TV, all these things. They really expect you to be there. Like, how much effort do they have to put in before they're like, all right, it's fine that you can't make it in? It's it's fine. We'll be. You can stay home. You can stay home, Aiden. I, I, I feel like I would love to get a report on how long they tried or some live video yes, footage. Yes, I and it's a- just like, hey, come over here. And they're like uh, 10 feet away. And Aiden's like. Not going to be able to make it. Yep. Too far. Sorry. I'm yeah. going to call this one in. Yep. Yeah. I'm good right here. He's just at the window like, yeah, no, nah, it looks it looks too icy. Did you try it? Nah. I, pre- I appreciate y'all though, gang. Appreciate y'all. Nah, I didn't want to didn't want to slip and slide. Because also, one thing I always think about is like the driveway slides down. Now, the problem is going to be getting back into the driveway, but I feel like you should be able to drive out, right? We don't got like maybe like a, a team bus that's gone through some ice. Oh, I don't or- know that I... Oh, you, you, like, you, it's like, it's Portland. Y'all don't have a team snowplow? Like, we just, this is an isolated situation, no pun intended. That they just, ah, I see what you did there. They just didn't have something ready for this. I, I just, I'm speculating. I just don't feel like Aiden tried that hard to get to the arena. Like, he was just like, eh, a little bit of ice. Won't be able to make it to this NBA game. No, I don't really feel like it. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. He was just like, eh, it's cold out. Did y'all know it's cold out? Yeah. I don't want to do that. Rest of the team's there. That's crazy, dog. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, I mean, this this is a guy. He's Bahamian, isn't he not? Right? Someone said he, can't rent a snowmobile or a tractor. <laughs> I, I imagine not on that short of notice. Maybe not. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, Bahamian went to school in Arizona and then was drafted by the Phoenix Suns. I do wonder if he was just like, hey, man, I'm not used to this. I'm not prepared for this. He said, he said heated floors, hot tub in the crib, or play Brooklyn tonight. Oh, that's uh, they're playing, they're playing Brooklyn? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, nah, y'all got it. Y'all got it. Hey, y'all could beat Mikhail without me. Come on now. Y'all could uh, beat Spencer Dinwiddie without him. Yeah, they're not, they not hitting you that hard. I, I'll, I'll check with y'all tomorrow. I'll check back. You want to you wanna break the uh, Josh Giddy news? Oh, yeah, that's a weird way to end this segment. But however, <laughs> that's that's fair. They're, they're, uh, we did get some news uh, earlier today that Josh Giddy will not face charges when it comes to the allegations of an inappropriate relationship with a potential minor. That kind of sparked up because I know, I know social media got going when they saw some pictures of him with a young woman, and I believe she she alleged that she was a minor when those pictures were taken and the relationship that they had uh, was supposedly going. Newport Beach Police Department officials said they were unable to corroborate those allegations, and the NBA has not completed its review of the allegations into Giddy. so it seems like just that's just going to be where it is, right? He's just going to continue playing, and... 
that's going to I imagine the NBA is not going to after the uh, police department was like, yeah, we can't really do much. I don't know if they're going to come back and be like, we're going to suspend you now. Like, I think that they, they, they would very much want this to just all go away. I, I think I, I would need an update from anyone that's been at an OKC game or where OKC is playing. Because I know when he came to Dallas in late early December, late November, I don't remember the exact date. He was getting booed every time he touched the, yeah, the ball. I wonder that was, if that's still happening. I, I don't know. I can't. I, I Well, I'm not going to speak to that necessarily because I guess I, I really shouldn't. I don't know. I don't know. But I can't imagine that the fans would keep going that hard on it, but maybe, maybe so. Um, I'll have to check in with that. But those are some random sports things on this evening uh, in, in the, right, the Get Right on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, let's get into some sharing time. Who's that next on the fan? We're back to the get right here on 105.3 The Fan. This segment is brought to you by Classic Chevrolet. Why do so many Texans love Classic Chevrolet and Grapevine? They've got the goods. More new Silverados than anyone with incredible savings. Why go anywhere else? Go see them today or visit ClassicChevrolet.com. This is Texas. This is Classic Chevrolet. Find new roads. Relax and enjoy the difference. The get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. I'm Reginald Datatula. He is the fan fiend on Blake Elliott. Yes, Thanks to Rodrigo Mendoza on the ones and twos for making us sound good. And thank you for hanging out with us right here on your home of the Cowboys and World Series champion Texas Rangers 105.3 The Fan. Also, a big shout out to the 830. Has the flu. Yep. Hanging out at the crib. Feel better. Um, so- but able to hang out in uh, Twolo. Catch us on Twitch. You can always do that. Twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam. Or catch us on YouTube, 105 through the fan.com or 105 through the fan on YouTube. Definitely check out the YouTube because a lot of uh, a lot of different videos get posted there as well from throughout the throughout the day, throughout the program. Um, and I know that Bob Stoops was here. Yep. Of your, you know, Renegades, Arlington Renegades, who um I guess they won the XFL, but now will be competing in the UFL. Is that thing? That spring league? You know, the, oh, yeah. the, the joiner of those things. So, yeah, Bob Stoops was in. You, 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 never, you can never miss out on the good stuff that happens on this program or on this uh, station, 105 Through the Fan, by keeping up with the YouTube page. That's, it, it's, such, it's so fun working here because of things like that. There's just You never know who's going to pop on the station. You never know who's going to be a guest. You, you got the good personalities. And the YouTube is a good way if you, if you can't Tolo all day and you want to catch up on a segment, oh, that's interesting stuff, share it with your friends, engage conversation. That's what we're here for, guys, for you to listen, to be more um, informed, maybe laugh, you know. Throw us on in the background, throw us on in the foreground, whatever helps, you know. Uh, hopefully we can uh, make your day a little bit better. With that being case, uh, I was about to give an update on the Mavs game, but you don't want that right now. You don't want it. We need positivity. Uh, <laughs> let's let's do a little sharing time, Blake. What you got for me? Um, so, you know, I've been moving. Uh, Are you still in the process of moving? <laughs> okay. Actually, you know what? <sighs> sort of. I, I've been, it's been very tough. I'm completely moved in. That, that part's set in stone. That part's done. Okay, so you lied. Okay, good. Yes. <laughs> but I am in the process of unpacking still. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's, that's yeah. So You'll, I'm, you'll still get some sympathy I, on that one. I'm in the planning phase. I'm a very, I would say I'm big into interior design. 
and I like my place well, to always look nice. Okay. And I and I think stuff out and I get ideas from this thing, from that thing. You, got a, pin, you got a Pinterest board? I, I got a Pinterest board. Okay. I, right. I, I I look at inspiration and like, okay, what's the feng shui of what I want? Not just throwing pieces together and having it. So measuring out um, spaces, how long do I want my couch to be, what air, what size rug, what color is going to match well in this room. All that good stuff. Oh, you got money. Look at you. No, no, no. Didn't That's, say all that. Didn't say, like, you know. Let's, let's retract that. Did what, not what say air, any of that. What rug, what uh, what fancy African artwork I can put? <laughs> what vase can I place on the mantle? Uh, what no. artwork can I acquire from Sotheby's to put on the walls? But I, I will say, in doing that, I was able to go to an art show. I was invited by a friend. Did I not? Just, did I not? Did I not just say that? Okay, I see you, big money. I Wine see you, big money. And everything. No, I see you, it, big money. It, money, it has nothing to do with money. I Where have, should I put the wine cooler in the decanter? <laughs> Love Let me get the movers to move this oh, see, from here. See, that's what I didn't get. I didn't get the movers. We know Blake's a that's cheapo. What, that's why. That's why he got all the money. He, he was like, "I'm gonna save this money on the on the movers. I'm gonna put that into this uh, into this uh, this this artwork. I'm gonna keep." No, but I I am been trying to get more appreciative of artwork and not just having posters and whatnot. So. I go home about a week ago and I get a call from my friend Amar, who um, does some stuff with the NBA and some players. And he called me and said, hey, there's an art show happening at Center. I think it's pronounced C-E-N-T-R-E, Shoe and Lifestyle Store here in Dallas. I got a bunch of different locations. And shout out to Mecca and them. And they invite, I was a plus one for this little party uh, art gallery. And I will say, Reg, it was one of the more just fun events of just everyone there for all these cool art pieces and meeting people and making connections and able to kind of be in this space where everyone's trying to network and grow and this person's doing this and this person works for here and everyone kind of seemed to have the same common goal to want to get better and um, help each other out and talking so it was a real fun environment to kind of be in that little art gallery showroom and see all the different pieces they had live music had a live bar um like a lot of people were older than me. I'd say like mid mid thirties, late twenties kind of was the the age demographic. Um, but it was just nice, you know. I got to throw on my little nice outfit, get all dressed up. Did you buy art? I did not. not See, look okay. at this. After all this, he was like, "I've been moving in, you know, needed to go buy some art. But, Went to this art show. I, Didn't even buy no art. But how I much got, was the suit? How much was the suit? Yeah, See, the now, suit now, sure. you, now you're pocket watching. We're not, we're not throwing that out. Is, that is true. You are pocket watching. Right. How, much fault, suit, how much the suit was I know it? you was trying to clown him, and I appreciate the effort, but you are pocket watching. <laughs> but, uh, we, we, I went for the lob, and I, I guess. Look, I, I, like I said, I do indeed appreciate it. We're going to get him. Me and you, Rodrigo, we're going to get him, but we got we have to play fair here. And, 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 fair. and to be fair, I did not have on a suit. I had on a petticoat. Mm. Um, oh, a petticoat. Yeah, mm. yeah. made sure uh, I threw my glasses on, had the hair pulled back and braided, all that good stuff, got a haircut. But either way, it was just a good time. Just for the art show, you was like, I gotta, I gotta run by my barber, get this uh, cleaned up. Okay, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I knew there was gonna be some good looking women there, so you know we had to, get, we had to be looking right. We couldn't be looking ratchet at the art show. Went to a little, you know, a little after party at a Casablanca after, you know. I had okay, to, I had right. to make sure I was looking right. But either way, it inspired me to really take this art to the next level, which I'll be doing in the next or in the current apartment. But uh. Yeah, just kind of figuring out how I'm going to design my apartment is where my mind's been the last couple of days. So, so he's going to buy melting clocks. Thank you for listening. If you have any 877-881-1053, it's a truckwreck.com text line. If you have any inspiration, um, let me know. And yeah, what, hit the art, game. What, what artwork should, should Blake, Blake buy? Yeah, I, I kind of already have a vision, but I want to know what y'all. Let me know if I'm missing something, if I'm missing a, an artwork I should get because I'm designing the apartment right now.
Uh, Reg, what you got for your sharing time? Uh, I think that you should buy Starry Night. How about that? I think you. Sh- I think you should. How much do you think the Van Gogh goes for? What Van Gogh like? Like the 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 lady uh, the scream? scream? Yeah. How much? Is, is the I, original even still there? Is that still something that's just like I know they like it's been uh it's been messed with and is this still just so you can go in public and, and go see it? Uh, I I believe that it's still uh, on exhibition somewhere. I can't tell you exactly where it is because. Why would I know that off the top of my head? Um, but I, I don't know wow. that there's. I wonder if there's a price tag. Oh my on it. gosh! What's From the eight three zero, Blake going Cowboys on us. Just about the art in the walls and not the hardware on the trophy. Case. Talk to him, man. Talk I, to him. I got no response That's to right. that one. I, it might be true, man. Yeah, Blake's apartment <laughs> is called Jerry World. <laughs> Sponsored by AT and T. You um, got me. <laughs> I, you know what? You talking about going out made me think about. I was about to read you about a story about this uh, this airline passenger that, that bit their. Uh, Airline, uh, or I was about to say stewardess. That, but that don't that don't say fly no more. Don't nobody say that. <laughs> no, fly um, no more. I see um, what you did there. What is what is the damn flight attendant? I was flight like, what's the attendant. damn name that we call people? I, I turned into like a, a fifty year old real Remember, quick. We had a whole segment on flight attendants and sure uh, did. what we, they can and can't do and how they abuse the rules. But what you got? Um, but no, I was thinking about today. I've realized that I have really settled into appreciating this one portion of life this it. one um business okay. that is a staple of the community and that's the diner Ooh. when was the last time you've been to like a diner okay real what, true what 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 qualifies as a diner he's about to tell me ihop in he you know he's about to talk about IHOP denny's denny's is a okay so like Waffle old House. school booth maybe maybe the same server serving the whole restaurant maybe but yeah like just that general feel like steak and shake is steak and shake no, the inside? Steak, no. I get diner vibes from there. No. I mean, but like not a fast food diner. Not, not fast well, food. Well, then In and Out yeah, counts as a diner. Yeah, not a fast food. So, so they can't have they can't have a drive through to con- be Yeah, no, no, no. I'm definitely not talking about that. Someone said, "Does the Waffle House count?" I will allow you to call count Waffle House because it's the finest institution. Can, that can I we get like can we get like a couple other references just so I know exactly Waffle House? What's some other ones that you're referencing in this where you appreciate the diners? Well, I mean, I, I know I I went to Cindy's recently. I don't think I've heard of Cindy's. It's a deli. Okay. Um, and so you yeah, know, but I I've been really appreciating like the deli diner kind of vibe. I went to a little cafe, um, and just like that kind of more mom and pop shop. I love it. And Man, I got some of the biggest pancakes that I'd ever Ooh. that I could ever remember. Somebody said Luby's. I love me some Luby's. Although I haven't been to Luby's in okay. ages. I, I I got I got a thought. Is Luby's does it have an age limit? Because I roast my mom every day for this. She loves Luby's. And it feels like Cassidy's happening. I, I and she, she knows what it is. I, I I'm gonna say if you're under the age of yeah, 40, you shouldn't be going to Luby's. That's more of a cafeteria. Well, if if <laughs> Is that a faded take? You can love Luby's. My mom loves it. She's exactly. You can love Luby's. Um, to be fair, I haven't been to Luby's in a long time, but I have very fond memories of all my Luby's visits. I need to find me a Luby's and, and pull up. Um, I don't know. It might be. It might be a little age thing, though. <laughs> not gonna lie. I'm not. I don't know how many times I'm gonna catch up with the homies at the Luby's. You want to go to Luby's? Get, get some Jello and some uh, some liver. You know what I mean? You got your little tray and you're just going. Hell yeah! A little bro. bit of that. You know what? Now that you said it, next time, me and the homies, we pulling up, we linking up at the Luby's. Yes, sir. <laughs> 
making it an event. In fact, station event at the Lubies. Let's go. Um, <laughs> Live no, remote at Lubies. No, but I <laughs> meet us at the Jello line. <laughs> no, but I, I, I found such a, such a great appreciation for like more of the. I, I mean, mom and pop is part of it, but like just kind of that general deli diner feel. It's good vibes, man. Good vibes. Good place to just sit. Bring a book. Chill. And so, yeah, man, shout out to the A through Zero who's in on the diner and in on the Lubies. Appreciate you. Um, but, yes, like, it's just, it's such a good vibe compared to, like, especially, like, fast food. Fast food is not really, it's not helping me out, man. But it's you, not. You realize that it's, it's, I mean, one, you know, the speed can be, but it's not cheap no more, man. It, that used to be the thing. Hey, I'm saving money. You can sometimes sit down and get a better quality. You just have to take more time and not stay in your car. And the worst as you know, Chick-fil-A and McDonald's pick the restaurant. You'll see a line that's like 15 cars deep in the in the drive-thru, and there's no one inside. And you're like, you could go in and out 10 times before anyone gets their food in the drive-thru. That's yeah. how lazy we are. Yeah. And so, like, at this point, I was like, I could have gone somewhere else and gotten these pancakes for, like, a whole bunch of money. I was like, I got some great, some great fresh-made pancakes, supported a nice business. And got it for a good price. So shout out to all the diners out there, all the cafes giving you like good vibes, nice chill. I felt like I was in Seinfeld. You know okay. what I mean? Like that that good feel, man. And you're not you don't have to really worry about anyone bothering you. People nah. are just everyone's in their own little space everyone's circle. Chilling. Everyone's chilling. What what do we count? What is Cracker Barrel? Just a restaurant? Is that just nothing? It's a delightful place. People that- are People are in on Lubies. We got a bunch of texts saying, I'm Yeah, in on see, the this, this is why I love the nighttime because we got real ball knowers. Y'all know real ball. ball. Y'all know ball. Because y'all love Lubies. Um, we'll, we'll ask Gavin about doing a remote there, guys. That's we got right. You. That's right. I'm sure Lubies is going to shell out to have <laughs> <laughs> um, That was the nonsense that happens in sharing time. Again, you can always text in. Let me know. What's your favorite diner? Are you with it or are you, are you going to pull up to the Lubies if we go? How about that? We'll have, we'll have a little, little fun with that. But coming up next, here on the Get Right, we'll get you some headlines on this evening, including the obvious really big one um, that pertains to your Cowboys. We'll do it all next on The Fan.